This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 645, A House or a Car? Which Should You Buy First? And A Simple Living Guide to Buying Stuff by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com. And I am Dan. I'm here every weekday reading to you from some of the best blogs on personal finance. Hope your Friday is off to a great start if you're listening to my voice in real time. And a reminder that I actually uh, talk about business too. I narrate business blogs over on uh, Optimal Business Daily. I cover topics like management, entrepreneurship, freelancing, productivity, creativity, marketing, social media, and a whole lot more. Uh, Optimal Business Daily is a newer show that I took on earlier this year, and you can find that wherever you're listening to this show. But today, right here, I've got two posts for you from Mark Chernoff. Uh, Mark and Angel typically write about personal development or hacking life. And before we get to his posts, I want to talk about hiring. Hiring can be challenging, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple and smart. And that place is ZipRecruiter, where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com OFD. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get right to our post as we start optimizing your life. A house or a car? Which should you buy first? By Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com. So you graduated from college, landed a good job, and have been diligently saving money for a while now. Your car is getting old, and pretty soon you're going to need a new one but you also have the desire to be a homeowner. Should you buy a new house or a new car first? This question is actually extremely difficult to answer. It truly depends on the immediate financial circumstances of the individual involved. Before thinking about it, most people would probably advise buying a house before buying a car. After all, a house is an appreciating asset and a car is a depreciating liability, right? That statement might be true in the long term, but in reality, most working professionals will eventually buy both a house and a car. In the end, you will have the money for both, so it's not really an issue of which is the better long-term investment, it's a question of which one should be purchased first. I'm going to assume the following. You have about 40K saved in cash. Your current car is old and only worth about 1,500 bucks. You want to avoid financing a car. You live in a rental property. You are looking to purchase a new car under 25K you will be a first-time homebuyer. You are looking to purchase a house for about 275,000 with at least a 10% down payment and 5K in closing costs. Answering the following questions will assist you in making the right decision based on your own individual situation. How long will your current car last? Have a decent mechanic estimate your car's life expectancy. Are there any cheap repairs that could increase the life expectancy? Are the repairs worth the money based on the car's overall worth? Will your overall living expenses be cheaper before or after you purchase a house? Is the total cost of your current rent and utilities significantly cheaper than the cost of a mortgage, utilities, homeowner's taxes, and insurance? In other words, which living arrangement allows you to save cash the quickest? If you buy a house first, how long will it take you to save enough cash in order to purchase a car outright? How much money can you comfortably afford to save each month? Likewise, if you buy a car first, how long will it take you to replace the cash necessary for a down payment on a house? How much money can you comfortably afford to save each month? Do you expect decent short-term real estate appreciation in the housing market you intend to buy into? 
Ask a real estate agent for numbers on local market trends. Have home prices been rising or sinking? What do the overall unsold inventory numbers look like? In other words, is there any foreseen disadvantage to holding off on a house purchase for a year? Consider the following scenario. You really want a new house, so you decide to deal with your old car's problems and instead purchase a new house first. Now you have zero cash, but you do have a slowly appreciating asset, a beautiful new home. Six months later, your old car completely breaks down and the repair costs are close to the total value of the car. If the car isn't worth the money, you will have no choice but to finance a new car. You will now be paying interest on an auto loan in addition to paying your monthly mortgage payments. The annual appreciation of your house is counterbalanced by the finance charges you are paying on your car loan, at least for the first couple of years. In the end, was it really smarter to purchase the house first? The bottom line. As I stated earlier, most people assume that buying a house first is the smarter choice. While it very well could be, it isn't necessarily the best order of operations for everyone. It completely depends on individual circumstance. And I will have another post from Mark in just a moment, but first, thank you again to ZipRecruiter for sponsoring this episode. Hiring used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process. But today, hiring can be easy, and you only have to go to one place to get it done, ziprecruiter.com OFD. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience, and then they invite them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And with results like that, it's no wonder that ZipRecruiter is the highest rated hiring site in America. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash OFD. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash OFD. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. A Simple Living Guide to Buying Stuff by Mark Chernoff of MarkAndAngel.com. I'm an advocate of simple living, clutter-free environments, and resource conservation. I always choose quality over quantity, clean over complex, and sunlight over lamplight. When I'm alone in my house during the day, I typically turn off all the lights, open up the blinds, and blog or read in the glow of the natural light shining through the windows. In these moments of blissful relaxation, all of the stuff I own means nothing. Everything I need, I have. This doesn't mean the stuff I own is useless. I'm just aware of its true level of importance in the grander scheme of my existence. These moments act as my reminder. Buying stuff. Of course, I do buy stuff, and I don't only buy things I need. On occasion, I will buy something not because I need it, but because I want it. Even for an advocate of simplicity, I don't see any shame in buying stuff you like and want. So long as you make sound decisions on your purchases and avoid impulse buying, there is nothing wrong with a little splurging. Stuff cannot create change. However, you should never buy stuff in an attempt to mold yourself or your lifestyle, unless it's a book. Likewise, you should never buy stuff to become accepted in any kind of social circle. 
It is impossible to change or improve yourself by buying physical stuff. Real change happens in the mind. The physical world simply follows suit. My stuff, a reflection of me. Although my house is fairly organized and not overcrowded, there is a noticeable amount of stuff on the walls, shelves, and countertops. My office has bookcases with books stacked from floor to ceiling and miscellaneous sculptures and trinkets I've collected over the years. My pool table room has several framed photographs and paintings on the walls and a few napkin holder-sized bar signs on the countertops. A similar pattern can be seen throughout the rest of the house. I certainly don't need this stuff for survival. I could live without it, and I'm mentally prepared to do so if necessary. But these items are not impulse purchases from the local shopping mall. Many of these items are a reflection of my past, such as items purchased during my travels, those representing my accomplishments, or photos from standout moments in my life. They are the byproducts of great memories. My memories do not rely on this stuff, but this stuff holds meaning because of these memories. The stuff in my house creates a sense of familiarity, and familiarity can be very relaxing. My stuff is a reflection of me, of where I've been, and what I've done with my life. I never purchase stuff to feel a certain way. I purchase stuff because I already do feel a certain way. Because of this, the items I own hold personal value, a value far greater than any monetary measurement. You just listened to the posts titled A House or a Car, Which Should You Buy First? and A Simple Living Guide to Buying Stuff, both by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com. And that'll do it for today and another week here at Optimal Finance Daily. Have yourself a terrific weekend, and I'm gonna see you back here on Monday where your optimal life awaits.